They say your vibe attracts your tribe, and that might be very well true. But how are they seeing your vibe? Like how are they getting your vibe? How are you showing them it? How are you talking to your people? How do you know they're your people? There's these great lines, and all too often we just look at the line and we're like, boom, that's true. I right, build it and they will come. Ah, you know, patience is a virtue. Early bird gets the worm, <laughs> right? It's a self-care generation, but if you don't grind, you don't get the dime. There's so many of these phrases, and I think we just look at the phrase and we we don't look at the context in which the line was set in and also other parts of the line, right? Like other parts of that quote, because normally it's not just a line. Normally it happened in a bigger thing and understanding that bigger thing is key. So let's get Unleash Your Hustle podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Let's grow. Society is on the back of creators and entrepreneurs. They're the ones that are going to save the world, change the world, and leave it better than they found it. They're willing to risk it all to impact and carve out their piece. Like, who wouldn't love that? But they're being lied to. They're made to believe they need to buy the software, invest in this list, create the site. And they are out before it even started because they're worried about the wrong thing. That's the point of this podcast. To prove that that's not the case because you don't need to because we didn't and we made it. So, listen. I'm not the... I'm not the sell a much a bunch of commodity commodities, sell a bunch of products or programs to everybody and anybody and just keep it moving. That's not really my thing. That's not how uh I've seen business work to the peak that it can. What happens is I've seen businesses work because they created something bigger than their product or program. They created this movement, right? They created this uh, as as uh, Russell Brunson says, cult, sure, right? And I was sitting here thinking uh, the the passing of of Shay really got me from uh, the it it's it shook me a little bit just because I talk about a dude about culture and uh, took something that everybody thought was going to be a huge embarrassment and made it into one of the you know premier companies and the company in their space pretty much and then a company that people in every space follow modeled or 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 took a little from to try to build their own at least I think if you're if you're trying to be successful you did because what they did was something that no one thought was going going to happen that way uh selling shoes online uh, to women was and now people, if you're hearing this now and you and you weren't around uh, before, n- no one thought that women were going to buy shoes online because <clears throat> one of the big things uh, with women is trying the shoe on and seeing it on them being like, this is it, right? And you were taking that moment away saying, yet we still want you to have that experience. So figuring out how to do that was, God, had to be an awesome experience and then seeing it work and, and building the culture and becoming bigger than that right or or apple right like there's there's people i always love like uh this is the one thing people say look at cases right on phones look at uh on the laptops right on their computers on everything they have and where that apple symbol is located just the apple with the bite 
Most cases will have something around it so you can still see it. Most stickers on the computer are placed around it, not over it. Why? Why do they still want that beacon shown? Because you felt like and you feel like you were part of something. So if you, and, and this is what happens, when you create that, when you create that, it's almost like the uh, the horrible titled article, like a thousand followers or a thousand fans. Uh, drives me crazy. I don't necessarily like that. I think it should be a thousand supporters. But what happens is you're building that. Because there's people that I love and respect in this space. Right? And, and, and many different spaces. And I will most likely purchase anything they put out. Why? Because I trust and respect them. I might not I might not know or need or have all the details of the product, right? Or the book or the program, but I'm most likely going to buy. And I'm going to buy because I trust and believe in that person. And what they did was they created a supporter. I'm that now. And they did that because they didn't just have this, you know, fancy catchphrase. It's because they put together the whole equation. They put together the whole puzzle f- with me for me to be able to fall in that position. And that means they didn't just try to sell me a product or a program. They sold me an opportunity. They sold me a new vision. They sold me a, another possibility or another destination. They sold me something bigger than a product or program. And, and all too often, I think so many people in the space now are focused on that, that course that they're selling or that, that group that they have or that membership, right? Like, or that, or the challenge or, or like, it, it's all the catchy things that are, that are hot now. They're, they're worried about that rather than the new destination, the new level in which you play at when you play with them. I see it all too often. I see uh, I see it with people that I'm st- I started to work with. I see it with people that are coming into the Unleashed group uh, family. I see it. I see it all the time in ads, and and it's they're they're selling a thing which I might want to buy that thing. No lie, you might sell a bunch of that course, but you didn't create a culture. You didn't create a group of supporters, a tribe or a family that's going to be there pushing you and saying yes, like whatever it is that you have, I want in because. This is what you created. Listen, both times uh, we're doing another retreat, Mastermind Retreat in February. And both times when I first, when we first were thinking about this the first time before we did it in November, we were thinking of, I said it like it was a long time ago. It's like December 1st. There was, uh, when we first opened it, I was only, we were only thinking 12 people. We're just real small group, real intimate, right? And when I opened it, there was 12 people. Boom, signed. And I was like, all right, I guess we're doing more than that. Right, so it's just like uh, I guess move it up to twenty. And then we got twenty in the next two days. So it was like, all right, uh, let's max we can have is twenty five. So let's max it out then. This time we were like, dude, let's do the same thing. Um, and again, let's start twelve. Boom, first day out twelve. Now I can sit here and be like, people really love this product, right? People love this idea of this retreat in Delaware in February. All right, but the chances are, if you know anything about Delaware in February, 
people aren't wild about that. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not some like amazing time. It's normally cold. It's normally windy. All right. It's it's some snow, but normally it's like just really cold rain. Right, and it's it's not nice, and it's not sunny, right? Like for long, so it's like all these things that go against you. And the beach isn't great in the cold rain, right? So there's a bunch of parts of this that are just negative, right? That do not go hand in hand with selling a program, right? So when when we're doing this, it wasn't because of that that these people signed up for. And don't worry, November is barely better, even though this year we had great weather for November. Amazing weather. If that works out in February, the God's smile in our favor. But they signed up because they trust, believe, and support what we're about, what we're doing. They trust, believe, and support us and that it's going to do what we say because we said it will. Now, people have done this literally have been this was a mastermind retreat people that came came through courses right freebies books conferences nothing like that mastermind retreat not a single person not true um what was it of the i think it was like three or four of the 25 or were part of a mastermind retreat or or a retreat of ours before in the second one right now there's zero and we're at 15 or 16 why I'm saying that is because this is the stuff that what we've been trying to build is build that group that they believe in you. They believe in what you're going to do. Right? They believe what you're about. Right? You created a culture. Listen, like, uh, we, we create a culture. We put these things out all the time. Many manifestos. And then our manifesto, right? Like the unleashed or a different breed, right? The down but not out. The scarred, right? But rather call them beauty marks. The days that tasted defeat but won't stop until they win. We don't play by society's rules or anyone else's expectations. We know normal isn't real. We aren't inside or outside the box. We are the ones that know the box doesn't exist. We each strive to be our best self, to answer our calling, to create our masterpiece. Knowing we each will change the world in the process. I am unleashed. And if you read the, I love this, if you read the green words in the post, it says, the unleashed rules the world. I am unleashed. I was just like, damn, that's badass, right? But what that does is like, Everything we do, everything we work for, everything we try to build is building not a product or program. That's that's fool's thinking. It's building the community. It's building the family. It's building the culture. It's building our pillars. It's building what we believe. It wasn't selling shoes for Shay. It was building that community that they knew, hey, if we do this, you know us, you know what we're about, you know what we're going to do, and you know how we're going to deliver. And if we don't deliver that, we'll make it right. Because listen, I'm not going to sit here and say we deliver every freaking time. No, we try to deliver every freaking time, but things happen. Things change. Listen, there was just, just literally, I'm going to try not to make this one super long. There was just an incident where uh, a woman uh, that bought a ticket or two tickets to our conference and she was from Canada, 
right? I emailed uh, about a refund. She didn't get the email after the event that said, hey, listen, it's postponed, right, till March. She didn't get that. <clears throat> she then sent a message. We sent the message back saying, hey, I'm so sorry you didn't get this message. Here are the options we talked about. Just let us know, and we'll take care of it that moment. Did not get that message, right? A friend of hers that knows us reaches out to me and says, hey, just so you know, she sent the message twice, a couple times, didn't get a response. And I'm like, I'm responding, literally, me personally, I'm responding. And I'm like, all right, I got to do something different because clearly my email are not getting to her. So let me go, and I sent a message on social media. And I was like, hey, just so you know, like I heard about the situation and I'm not ignoring you. I'm not avoiding you. You can contact me through this. This will be easier. Uh, I And hopefully we get each other's messages because I don't know what's going on with the service or why that would happen. But I want to handle it. Right? And uh, time went by. And then, again, she messaged saying, hey, you know, and I was just like, listen, I understand completely. Right? Like, I want to work with you. What would you like? Uh, we have options if you want to run through those. Or if you just want your money back, let me know. I'll send it to you. Right. But what we're doing here is we don't control all this situation. What we do control is when we're notified of it or what's happening, how we react to it. I could be like, no, we sent that email. But what does that do other than stroke my ego? What does that do? Nothing. It doesn't help the situation at all. It makes me want to be right. And I don't care about being right. I care about getting it right. So I say that all the time, especially recently with politics, because people were so worried about being right rather than getting it right. It was ridiculous. So my thing is this, to get it right, I have to make sure they know they're cared about and valued. I have to make sure they know their voice is heard, right? So I'm like, listen, I hear you and I know exactly what you're saying. And we can run through the options in which we gave everyone to have a ticket for it. Or I can just refund you your money, which was one of the options. I can just send you your money. If that's what you want, we'll do it today. Right? Because there, this is me hearing you and want to work with you and trying to make it right. The other one is me trying to prove a point to you. And what, what's the point worth? To me in that situation, nothing. Why, why upset that person? Why fight with that person for no reason? Why? Because an email wasn't got? Like, okay, cool. I'm sorry about that. I, I, I can't change that. But right now I can address what you want to be addressed right now to ease your concern and to, and to make sure you know you were heard and felt and cared about. And then what happens there is the, the person that knew them and knew me is like, hey, you know, that was class act, way to handle it. So it, I don't know what happened, me and that person, that might, they might never come back to it. But that other person that knew us, that was part of us, that talked to them about us, is like, no, I really like the way you handle that. Beautiful. Right? Creating that culture. Letting them know what we're about. Letting them know what we're for. Letting them know what, what we're in, how we support our people. Right, so how are you showing up for your people? Not in big catchphrases, right? But how are you getting those results? How are you making sure you know they're they're yours? And how are you getting to them? Rather than just making it, here's the deal. This is what kills me. Every time I always say, like, how do you talk to your people? This is an answer I get all the time. I make posts on Facebook. How do you know the people on your Facebook friends list are yours? It's uh, This guy messaged me yesterday. He's like, I don't understand why I have no one showing up or supporting anything I do. And I say, because your, your, your Facebook is filled of your friends and family. They're like, right. And I'm like, right. I'm like, no, I don't know what you mean. Why would they not? Because they're not, they're not into what you're talking about. They care about you. And, and I'm not saying they don't, but they're not, they're not that tribe that you're trying to build and create. And they're, they're not them. That's your family and friends. That's you before this movement. That's you before this culture. That's you before this, uh, you know, like uh, this journey that you're on that 
that you need to find people that want to join you on the journey. And here's the deal. You only find that by taking steps on the journey. Right? Like what I learned was you can't pick your team before you go. You got to find your team when you go. Right? When you start going, you're going to find people that, that really resonate with you. Right? That really, that, that flatter you and not like in terms of words. But like flatter what you're about, what your organization is about, right? That are driven like you, that 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 feel it like you feel it. And that's how you build your tribe and your community and your culture, right? And as we call it, the family. But that's how you do it. So just making the cool post and just using that cool line, that means nothing if you're not saying it to the right people. So start talking to the right people and build your movement. I promise you, it's going to be freaking awesome. Peace, love, and happiness. Go show the world your greatness. Paint your masterpiece, right? even if it's not painting. Peace, love, and happiness. Until next time, peace. We out, we out, we out. Thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle podcast with Michael Faber. Brought to you by Unleash You Now, where we want to show the world your greatness.